Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW. Quickly changing gears now because, I mean, something that you and I can call despicable because there's been a, a massive allegation uh, at TTM recently, a coach spitting on a player. Um, there were charges that were laid at DC that had come through. We're going to get down to the bottom of this disturbing allegation um, on how a very respected coach kind of came to this. Mind you, this man has been around the touchline for a very long time. Coach Johnny Ferreira joins me tonight to take us through what has happened. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Good evening, Robert, and good evening to the um, listeners. What do you say right now? What is your current status? Are you uh, attached to any football team right now? No, not at all. The, um, we had a hearing last week on Tuesday. The, um, the verdict came out uh, guilty of um, assault, and uh, there was instant dismissal without compensation. Um, and that's um, the last time we've approached any of these issues there. Yeah. So the assault in this instance would be the spitting incident? Well, I think we've got to get away from this, the, the, the word spitting, Robert. Yeah. Um, going back to the 16th of February when the uh, offence actually occurred, and it's not the first time I've done this in the last 30 years. In actual fact, I've done that to some of the most well-known, famous national first division players as recently as... Um, September, October, November last year down in Louis Trichard, um, namely uh, Muketsi Sekola, Eden Nene, uh, Isasab. But um, it was a prank. It's a prank that unfortunately has gone wrong. And um, it involves me using the last bit of water in a water bottle that I've been drinking from in a practice session with over 95, 100 minutes. And on this particular day, um, I did put water in my mouth. Um, somebody made me laugh. In actual fact, one of the, uh, the senior players made me laugh. And of course, I sprayed this water out of my mouth onto the head and or face of um, a young player by the name of Catlejo Motlante, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so it was, a, it was a prank. It's a prank and a, and a, a lighthearted moment that I've used over the last 30 years um, unfortunately, it offended the player, mm. and um, I took immediate steps to rectify that. Um, he reported the incident to his father. The father suggested he reported to the club, which he did. The club um, took issue with it, and rightly so. Mm. Um, and um, going back to the third of March, uh, I uh, sat with the player, and we called the father in in his presence and um, I apologized profusely to the player and his father um, confirming that there was no malice there was no intent um, unfortunately the club ran the narrative that there was a dispute with uh, between the player and I and therefore I lost my temper and spat at the player uh, another radio station ran the same story yeah. Um, no, spitting is a horrible, disgusting, despicable word, as you said, Robert. Yeah. And um, I've never spat at anybody. Um, I never will. Uh, in, uh, specifically at a black person. I know the sensitivities in this country. I've been around long enough. Yeah. So um, it's very unfortunate that it's, um, 
it's come out like that. I'd like the people that have uh, followed my career, whether it's one person or 600,000, I'd like them to, to, um, to respect that I wouldn't do that um, to anybody, not to a dead dog lying in the street. Mm. So um, unfortunately, it, uh, the, the club took action. Um, I've got two legal opinions. The one says the uh, dismissal was fair based on the allegation. The other legal opinion says it wasn't fair. Um, so uh, we might take this on review. And, um, you know, the fact that uh, there's a, a dismissal with uh, um, no compensation, I think there's a, there's a, a legal loophole there, but I'm not going to elaborate on that mm. too much at this point. I think just right now, you feel that there are legal grounds that you could exploit. All right, let's park it there. When you come back from the break, um, Johnny, we'll, we'll, we'll pick up on exactly that. And also, when you talk about a prank, what exactly does that mean? Because we, we might not be plugging a particular gap here so that you are given a chance to clear the air. Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, on 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW. Weekdays it is. Hashtag MSW on 947. Also live on uh, Soweto Live, Vuma FM, and Rise FM. Do send us your WhatsApp voice notes if you're part and parcel of this conversation right now. Johnny Ferreira is here in studio. I know that he had previously made a public apology about what has happened. The charge that came through from uh, TTM. Uh, was that of assault on the 16th of the 2nd, 2023 at the Heidedal training field uh, where they were saying that you allegedly uh, spit saliva and water from your mouth onto the face of the TTM player, Mohantle Katleho. And uh, yeah, I mean, the ID number of the player is known to us as well. But as, as you were saying, just to clarify so that there's no misunderstanding, when you talk about a prank that you've done many years or for 30 years as you were saying what what constitutes that prank is that of the water in the mouth and then you know chugging it out no it doesn't only involve water in the mouth uh, robert it yeah. involves the last bit of water in a water bottle that i've been drinking from in the previous 95 minutes during the practice session and um as per as per normal you know, with these, a uh, lot of the, the NFD clubs, we don't always have um, conditioning coaches to stretch these yeah. players once they've completed their session. And um, I've, as a general rule, taken a lot of those stretching exercises with the players. Uh, so all the major muscle groups uh, from the waist down, we stretch them lying down, i.e. Uh, whether it's on the stomach or whether it's on the back. And um, whatever water I've got left in my water bottle, I throw it in the sky, pretend it's raining, Everybody has a laugh, and even on this particular day, uh, majority of the players were laughing, did laugh, made me laugh, and um, yeah, I've seen it as a prank. I've seen it as a funny moment to um, just to relieve and get back uh, get back down to uh, a state of relaxation after the uh, the ninety minute session, as it were. Um, and once we 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 we've we've stood up off the ground. Um, we huddle together, we reflect on uh, the training session, uh, what we could have done differently, what we did well, what we didn't do well, whether we enjoyed it. And these guys are standing within maybe a five, six, seven meter radius, mm. all huddled together before we say a prayer. And that's, that's taken place over the last 30 years, religiously on a daily basis. Um, 
but clearly it um, uh, this young man didn't find, uh, didn't see the funny side of it yeah um, uh, but do you understand why he didn't though do you understand it from his side 100 percent yeah 100 uh, percent Robert and uh, therefore I, uh, I I spoke to him uh, on the 3rd of March once I'd, I'd uh, discovered that he'd made an allegation and uh, uh, put out a statement to the club um, and as I said his father is very unhappy um, I spoke to his father in the presence of the son and uh, I think it was the goalkeeper coach uh, mm. at, at that point um, and I apologize I said gee was I'm sorry guys I'm sincerely, silly, sorry. So, in the bigger scheme of things, Robert, um, if it's offended somebody, um, I've got to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Mm. And I, I'll make sure that it doesn't happen again. Whether I believe it's a funny moment or not. It's offended one person, it's maybe one person too many. Um, so, I also think it's maybe been drawn out of, out of uh, proportion a little bit. But um, Would you say the racism allegation was drawn out of proportion because, like I said, you've been here in South Africa coaching for many years and you know predominantly you've been coaching black players. No, um, uh, yeah. So over the last 20 years, uh, mainly 99% black players, Robert, um, and I've never had an incident of racism. It was very sad for me to to um, to look uh, about two weeks ago how the club drove that narrative where there was a possibility of discrimination based on racism. Mm -hmm. And um, it was very, very far from the truth, extremely uh, far from the truth. And um, I, I want to make it clear to the, to the soccer public, specifically the National First Division that I've been campaigning in, in the last 20 years, that um, I wouldn't do it. Mm. Um, I despise it. And uh, the word spitting just in itself is a despicable word. Um, so I've stuck with the, 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 the phrase that... I sprayed water from my mouth and, um, you know, the irony of, of, you know, the first allegation came that he spat, that I spat at somebody, uh, which in itself is a, is a, a serious allegation. Um, the, second, the second charge uh, to appear in front of the hearing came, we spat saliva and water. So I don't know how you separate saliva and water unless you go to CSR and they get a scientist to prove what is saliva in a bottle and what is, is, is water. But the irony of, of this water saliva, and at a club like TTM, you have got, let's say, 30 players. 30 players uh, where there's 30 bottles of water mm. that is filled up regularly during the session, uh, certainly not uh, bottled still or spring water. It comes out of the tap. Yeah. Now, those players don't have, at TTM specifically, those players don't have numbered or named bottles. So you drink from any, anybody's bottle. Mm. Okay. And um, so you're sweating. There's a lot of um, perspiration involved in a, in a football training session, as you know. Um, so anytime, every time you stop after 15 or 20 minutes for a water break, you just take any bottle. Now, there's a lot of saliva and there's a lot of water that's going between your mouth, mm. the bottle, somebody else's bottle. So, yeah, I found it a little bit, um, a little bit uh, unnecessary, you know, when you consider that the hygiene or the hygienic element of water bottles is not adhered to in a 90-minute in a training session. Mm. But it's an issue. I mean, if, if I played devil's advocate, one would also equally probably say the same. 
of you, Johnny, and say even post-COVID, you know, you, you, you should know that spitting or getting whatever out of your mouth, whatever word you want to use, would also not sit well, would also give the same indication as the analogy you've given now about the water bottles. Mm. Um, so there would be not much difference there. But he has an important question that's come through from Futingwala on Twitter. He says, was there any misunderstanding between the player and the coach before? So was there a bit of history between the two of you, uh, yourself as well as Mokhantle Katleo? No, never. At all? At all. Never. What about the club? So I'm trying to find reason with the terminology that they've used. Also, the attachment of the racism charge as well to you is, was the club in effect wanting to get rid of you for whatever reason? I think uh, on reflection, it it sounds and looks like um, there was a motivation from the club to get rid of me. Not because of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying even before no. whatever incident had happened, you, were you heading towards a fallout to the club, whether it was results-driven or whether it was personality-driven? Okay, I don't know. On, on, on the personality side, I can't tell you. Yeah. Um, on the results side, uh, if you look at the results and you look at the points that TTM have accumulated uh, over the last 25 matches, uh, they're sitting on 20 points, I think, out of those 20 points... Um, uh, 17 points 17 points would have been accumulated with me as the head coach out of the 20 that they've got currently and um, yeah no I don't I don't know I don't know if if there was a personality thing if it was results uh, driven and uh, results was the the ultimate scenario for for and normally is when coaches get uh, get dismissed but um, that has never been discussed with me not not uh, before I went to Black Leopards or when I returned from Black Leopards. So, um, yeah, I just think there was an ulterior motive. That's only my opinion. Mm-hmm. And um, it's as simple as that. But your legal team firmly believes, as you were saying before the break, that there is just cause in you taking this on appeal or on review. No, we'll take it on review. Absolutely. Yeah, we, um, as I said, the two legal opinions, one says the dismissal was fair other one says it wasn't fair. The fact that they've uh, they made a determination about uh, not being compensated. Those are legal um, uh, issues that I can't answer, Robert. But were you owed money before the incident? Yes, I was. I was. The reason I left uh, TTM back in November was because of unpaid uh, salaries. Uh, one or two months. I don't have the, the, the factual uh, uh, exact payments now. Yeah. But... Um, uh, some months half paid, uh, one or two months weren't paid. So that was the reason I left. It was just instability, financial instability. And um, um, I was told that uh, on the 23rd of January when uh, I had a bit of a, dis- a dispute with, uh, with the people at Black Leopards that um, I must uh, come back as quickly as possible. Um, there's, uh, the salaries are, are secure. Mm-hmm. And um, there'll be no waiting period for the salaries, and um, and uh, I say this out of respect to TTM, Robert. Yeah. Um, you must remember, after six games, we were first on the table, on the national first division table, and f- from there on, it was a free fall. Your most experienced players, i.e., Sekola, Isasar, Eden Nene, Innocent Mkabela, um those players, um, yeah, they've got. Uh, 
no different to the younger players. Mm. They got families to feed, and the the the, the club's results were just went into complete freefall. Um, and they are sitting at the moment where they're sitting right now. I think as a result of that um, that um, poor planning that um, mm. that didn't take place or did take place. I mean, as much as you feel sorry for the players, which is always a despicable thing to do, we've we've dealt with players and unpaid salaries that have come through. But I remember, and we had to respect the fact that you were not able to chat to us. So it, it's been a long time coming, also waiting. Uh, then the club sort of relocated, we were told, down to Bloemfontein. I don't know what the, you know, the final status is regarding that. And on your supposed trip back to Joburg from Bloom, you had no other means but to take a bus or public transport to yeah. come back. Yep. Yep. You was, see, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Robert. You, you, I was suspended on full pay. That was the allegation and that was the charge sheet. Um, but uh, they removed the car immediately. They uh, got me out of the accommodation immediately. Uh, whether that's legal or not, I don't know. Um, I don't hassle too much about things like that, unfortunately. But they're important, though. I mean, I don't even know if you had a contract with TTM. Well, I had a contract up until um, November. And um, when I rejoined them at, on the um, uh, 23rd or 24th of January, um, there was no written contract. Um, the figures, um, the undertaking or the obligation from the club um, was a, a lot less than the previous figures that, um, that I had in the, in, uh, from August to November. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's a few legal issues there. I'm, I'm sure that the, the legal people will, will uh, try to get to the bottom of that. Sanele Goodenough says that I would like to believe the coach pardon my stubbornness I think it's a personal reason TTM has got internal problems judging uh, from all of this where does this leave you now uh, coach uh, have you thought of your your next move as as we wrap up this conversation because there's there's a lot you've gone through uh, there's a lot you've had to face but right now you have a future what is it no, absolutely. I've always got a future. As long as I'm healthy, Robert, I've got a great future in this country in terms of football. As long as I can add value to a young African kid's life, or any, any color for that matter, um, I will continue to do that. And I'm almost um, inclined to, uh, to suggest that the next club that, that uh, employs me, mm. and there will, there's, a, there's a few clubs that I've spoken to already, the next club that employs me is the club that's going to get promotion. That's my biggest ambition right now my biggest dream even at my age is to get a club promoted from the nfd to the psl you what 65 now 65 indeed yeah, that's young <laughs> that's football young hey which which team would you have an appetite to coach your desire just give me a name okay if i'm looking at the the the, the 16 teams in the nfd right now um of course i don't know who's coming up from the vodacom and i don't mm. know who's coming down from the psl um but um that team, Kazrik's All-Stars, and I know the uh, Kazrik Stars, I beg your pardon. Yes. Um, I know they've got a fantastic coaching structure there. Uh, Tabo and Tete, uh, Mayoyo, the goalkeeper coach. Um, I would think uh, Kazrik Stars on the right track. Mm -hmm. And um, I tell you who, who keeps knocking on the door and failing at the, at the final hurdle is JDR. Mm. Very impressed with uh, Mr. Namasisi at JDR uh, with his ownership coaching uh, skills. So you'll be back here soon to tell us about that. I know you've had to make a, a trip from Pretoria just to be here. I, I respect that. I respect you honoring in your presence this conversation. It's been that important that we have you in studio. There's one thing about being on the phone 
and is another thing being physically present. Johnny Ferreira, I thank you, and we'll keep tracking exactly what happens with you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947. Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW.